All right, what's up, everyone? It's Zach, and today I'm here with a very special guest. I am here with Trey Walker. Trey, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good, man. Feeling good, living better, man. I love Always. it. I love it. Always. Yeah, super important. Well, thank you for coming here tonight. Um, to everyone listening back home, Trey is a comedian, so I, I anticipate that you'll probably get at least one or two good laughs in this uh, in this podcast episode. Oh, man, don't <laughs> put the pressure on me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, see, I already laughed, so you know you you did your job right there. But um, Trey, he he does stand up, he does improv, he does sketch uh, comedy, and he also um, has been going into streaming a little bit. So I'm sure that's something else we might get into a little bit um, in the conversation. But that's that's kind of Trey from a surface level. But do you mind telling us a little bit about yourself, uh, your background, what you're doing, all that good stuff? Oh yeah, yeah. Like uh, like you said, man, I'm a comedian. I, um... I'm from Chicago originally. I started my career out there, but uh, I currently live in like the Seattle area. So I've been doing a lot of shows out here and uh, performing. Uh, I started with improv and then eventually, you know, the pandemic hit and then I had to do some TikToks and I did a bunch of TikToks. And then after the pandemic or when stuff started opening up again, like I just wanted to get on stage so bad, I just did as much as I could. And that included me falling into falling in love with stand up, you know, and uh, I used to be scared of it. But now I'm more well versed in my comedic preference and my comedic, you know, talents. But uh, other than that, man, I like hanging out with my dog, my wife, my family. I like to travel. You know, I like to game. I like PC gaming. I got a Nintendo Switch. I stream, like you said, and then, I mean, football season's pretty much over, but that's probably another passion. I enjoy watching football. I don't play much anymore, but um, I'm I'm like a, a oxymoron, a cool nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You get the best of both worlds that way, right? Right. Awesome. So, Trey, I know that you said that you kind of started to get into comedy through improv. Um, what what led you to that? Like, was it something that you've always had interest in or did you like take a class in it or a workshop or how did you get involved? Honestly, I was thinking about this the other day. It's crazy you ask me. Um, people ask me a lot that question. But like, I remember when I was younger, there was like a, a career day at school when I was in like the eighth grade. And like, I thought about it like something I wanted to do, like I always enjoyed entertaining people. And like in that career day, they went around the class and they asked people like what they wanted to be when they grew up. And I remember saying like, I wanted to be a comedian and the whole class laughed at me. Like <laughs> they laughed at me, like not with me, like they do now, but like they laughed at me, like you can't do that. You're not even funny type deal. Yeah. And um, I remember like thinking like I made all you guys laugh. <laughs> and like it just hit me like hard in my soul because like when you're in middle school like you all you have is school right and the opinions of others and like it just like threw me off of like that path of becoming a comedian sooner but when i was 23 i was actually like on a plane back home from a trip i think i was coming home from vegas or something like that and i was just like man i need like a something I'm actually passionate about. Like, I know I love traveling, but traveling isn't like a, like a job or like a, a career, you know, unless you find 
like a career of traveling, like making YouTube videos about going around the world and stuff like that. But I don't want right. to do that. And I just I ended up watching this movie called Don't Think Twice. And, okay. Um, it was on Netflix at the time. It has Keegan Michael Key in it. Yeah. And uh, it's about improv comedians. And I um, I looked at it. I was like, man, I could I could probably do that. You know, I could probably do some improv. And then at the time, like I ended up looking up a comedy club, like comedy clubs near me on Google. And there ended up being one five minutes away from my house, walking distance from my house. And I walk in one day and um, there was like toys all over the wall. There was uh, posters. They just had they had like a big Simpsons like statue with all the Simpsons sitting on the couch. It like blew my mind. And I was like, this feels like somewhere I'm supposed to be. And then I ended up trying, like, they had an open improv jam, and I tried improv, like, a week later, and I, I just fell in love, man. I fell in love. I was like, man, this stage, I had, they said I had stage presence. They said I had natural talent. I was like, man, I could build off of that. Yeah, I love that. That's That's so awesome, and it's so important to just really be passionate about what you're doing, and, like, I mean like obviously you have to make money and stuff to to live life and pay bills and stuff but i think it just makes such a difference when you actually enjoy what you're doing and you you care about it right it it brings a new level of you know talent when you're passionate mm-hmm. about it you know it's like they say like hard work beats talent if talent doesn't work hard i think right. like that is like a a stigma to make people like work hard but like if you just enjoy it the work isn't hard right it's like yeah play hard you know? <laughs> exactly exactly and you know i think to people that might not be super familiar with improv and i i honestly probably include myself in that category um i think there might be like this thought that like improv like you're improvising on the spot so mm-hmm. you know it you're just going with the flow but like is there still a lot of like preparation and practice that goes into being successful with improv or is it literally just like you just you don't really have anything to prepare you just go do it um a little bit of both you know you okay. don't have anything you don't know improv is basically for everybody listening like is whose line is it anyway so mm-hmm. like wayne brady ryan styles colin mockery drew carey uh, i think is a different um host now i don't even know if they still do the show but um like you get the suggestion off of the crowd so you don't right. know what's going to come your way but there are um there are like ways to you know hone in the craft it's it's okay. a muscle it's a muscle so it's like you can go to like a workshop or you could go to like a improv jam and you'll be working that improv muscle, you know, and it gets Mm -hmm. stronger and you'll know what to do when uh, other before you would get stumped and you wouldn't know what to say, but like next time you will know what to say, you know? Right. Okay. And fast forwarding maybe a little bit to, you know, the stand up um, that you're doing now, do you take like an improv approach to your stand up, or do you have a more kind of like calculated routine that you usually do? I, for creating new jokes, I take like an improv approach where 
I I will have like an idea. Okay. And I'll have maybe like some tags I want to hit about that idea and what I think is funny about that idea in my mind, but I won't write it down because if I write it down, I get too in my head about like the structure of things. Mm-hmm. But if I just if I just have the points I want to hit, I just get up there and then I improvise it. And then like the rest of the joke just forms with okay. the laughter, you know? Yeah. It's actually it's it's like uh like conducting. If okay. that makes sense, like conducting the orchestra, like when you have like all the you have like your trumpet over here, you got like your clarinet, and those are just lines of the joke that might be funny. Right. And then like all right, you pull the trumpet out and then you add in the clarinet. And it just it just makes music on stage, man. It's beautiful. <laughs> awesome, I love it. Yeah, it, it's there's just something really cool about about comedy, and you know, I don't think I've actually had the opportunity to see any live comedy, but just like watching comedy specials and stuff on, on YouTube or you know Netflix right. or whatever, um, they're just really cool, and it's cool to see how you know engaged you can be as an audience member and, and really have that kind of like unique experience. Like you know, you're you're interacting with the comedian a show one night. It could be vastly different than you know same location the next night very true yeah man there's so many like different stories to be told on stage too and mm-hmm. different perspectives so it's like uh you can have like the same style of comedy or you can have like the same topic of joke but like from your perspective it's always going to be different right definitely and you know, throughout your your just journey and, and career as a comedian, right? Have you ever had a moment where like things just didn't work out? Like you you said a joke and no one laughed, or you know, you just have you had anything like that? Or every day, man. Okay, okay. <laughs> it it is uh, it's still always a process of learning, man. I, um, especially with I'm a person who doesn't necessarily watch the news. I'm okay. on social media, but like I, I turn off social media when it gets a little too much for me because sure. you know, like I like to keep my mind right. I keep I like to keep a positive mindset about things, and the news doesn't do that. Right. It doesn't put good thoughts into your mind a majority of the time. I'm right. not gonna say all the time, but a majority of the time, it's trying to, you know, keep you down. But mm-hmm. um. Like sometimes I'll I'll say something that I don't even know, like what's going on in the news, but yeah. I'll I'll make a, a reference that's a, a little too on the nose, and it makes like the room a little uncomfortable. And I'll be like, oh, sure. can't say that. Then, <laughs> <laughs> also, um, also, like when you're in different places, you know, there's different mm-hmm. people, different thoughts, different opinions. Yeah. You know, you can't tell certain jokes uh, that are liberal in like a red state or like a conservative joke in a blue state. Right. But um, I usually stay away from like political jokes. Sure. I like to, I'm more of a, a, a goofy comic, you know, I like the, Trey, you stupid type of compliment. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that. Okay. 
<laughs> got it so you would say your style like you said is that more goofy kind of like maybe like yeah. ridiculous over the top kind of comedy yeah kind of like uh, i'll say something that's just like outrageous that doesn't have anything to do with anything okay. <laughs> like i was doing this show the other day um it's called off the top it, it was a like an open mic actually and you basically go on stage and they give you like prompts on like a projector okay and they're just little slides and uh, i forget what my prompt was but i was talking about like uh like sex positions or something like that <laughs> and okay. i was talking about like doing like the simba uh <laughs> with like a nut in like it's a it and like putting it across the forehead and be like remember who you are <laughs> and i was like i can't do that with my wife because uh she likes frozen or something like that and then uh <laughs> and then it just sparked the thought in my mind i was like wait a minute like do you want to build a snowman why are all snowmen white <laughs> it was just a stupid joke <laughs> yeah but it got a huge laugh that's funny oh man <laughs> i i definitely i can appreciate your style of comedy that's funny <laughs> oh man so like with that style like did it take you a while to like figure out that that's your your specific style and the way that you like to um you know share your comedy or, or your comedic you know talents or was yeah. it something that you knew right up right from the start like that's your style i always knew i wanted to be like a storyteller like a, okay like i wanted to tell stories about myself okay and the goofy things that happened in my life i didn't i never wanted to like be a current event type of comic looking at the news every day and trying to yeah. figure out the funny in in the news i always wanted to make timeless jokes that i can tell forever that are just goofy about me and yeah. it, it actually took me a while to figure out that it my first time doing stand-up I, I did it after like six months of doing improv i was six months into comedy and like I had stage presence, I always had stage presence, but I could not write a joke to save my life, and okay. I couldn't formulate like from improv to stand up. They they complement each other very well now that I know how to use them in each sense. Sure. But back then, I did not know what I was doing on stage, <laughs> <laughs> and like I I would try it, and then I'd be like, you know. Maybe I should just stick to improv, you know. Sure. <laughs> but uh, over over time, it's just like, man, I'm I, I have the stage presence. I have good jokes. It's like it's all about, you know, formulating a good, you know, ten minutes of jokes. Yeah. And actually being able to look at a room of people mm -hmm. and be like, all right they're going to like these jokes. Yeah. And they've always been there. All my jokes are goofy. Okay. It's, but it's like picking which goofy jokes can come out at which time. Like, yeah. Okay. Formulated a train you stupid. Like <laughs> I didn't know I was like, I didn't know I wanted to be, I didn't know I liked that compliment until I got it like two months ago, actually. 
Okay. I've been, I've been doing comedy five years. Yeah. And um, yeah, I did this show, and the the I had a ten minute set. I was at the end of the night, and um, like my jokes just fit so well into each other, and it was just me introducing myself. I was just yeah. like, you know, my name's Trey. And people all already know Trey's a nickname. They always think it's short for like Trayvon or Trayshawn or Trace Quattro Cinco Seis. Like, <laughs> and then I just went from there. And then I was like, I a little bit more about myself. When I was younger, I wanted to be in a gang, but I wanted to be in the best gang, top tier, top of the food chain gang. So I wanted to be a cop. And it just it just flowed so well. And then, like, <laughs> I got to tell people my real name at the end. It's like I was like, now that y'all know me a little better, I'm gonna tell you guys my real name. And it was just the biggest punch of the night, and everybody went wild for it. It was great. Wow. Okay. And you know, I I I hate to admit it, but I actually didn't realize that that Trey was the nickname. Yeah, it is. Okay. Am I able to know what <laughs> what the real name is? You can go check out my Instagram. One of my pinned uh, videos tells you my real name. Okay. I'm not going to say it on the podcast. Maybe I can get some followers out of it. <laughs> there you go. People are going to be like, hmm, what is this guy's name? All right, Trey, what, Trey what, what's, the, what's the Instagram? Drop it so people can go find out your real name. All right, Trey Walker, T-R-E dot E-N-T. Okay. You can follow me on Instagram or TikTok at that handle. Okay, perfect. And uh, if you go do that, like if you pause this episode or just do it while you're listening, um, message me. Message me what, what Trey's <laughs> name is. I think that'll be hilarious if anyone does that. Um, but no, okay. I love that. That's that's funny, man. And it's it sounds like, you know, I think of when I was younger, I, I was into sports and I played a lot of sports. And I think about like kind of getting that like flow state of, you know, playing basketball, you're making all your shots, mm-hmm. you know, playing baseball, you're when you're pitching, you're hitting every spot that you're trying to hit, you know, when you're hitting you're, you know, every time you swing, like you're making solid contact, it sounds like in that kind of example that you shared, like, when all your jokes just flowed together that night, it's like, you were just in that flow of like, everything was just firing and you're, you're just perfect timing on all of it. Right. And it, it gets to the point where like, it's like that even at practice, quote unquote, you know, like mm-hmm. even when I'm doing open mics, like I'll, I'll bring out some improv and joke about the comic before me or I'll tell, tell a joke about who's in the audience. Um, like the most recent um, open mics I've been going to, I've just been I haven't been um, just fully just talking about my own jokes you know okay. it's like I'll, I'll have maybe three minutes of material but i'll leave some breathing room for whatever to happen you know because you can't yeah. it's like life man you, things will be thrown at you the most random times like it'll be like a weird ass laugh or it'll be like a a heckler <laughs> you gotta like shut down a heckler or you gotta like see somebody laughing and be like, yo, that laugh is outrageous, bro. Like, right. <laughs> and just like, if you call it out on the spot, that brings, that brings you into the moment, mm-hmm. which everybody is experiencing and get with you. Right. It's like, 
when you're telling jokes, yeah, it could be like current event jokes or it could be like jokes about you, but those aren't like right now. When right. you break it down to right now, people appreciate that a lot more. So they're like, oh man, this dude's the truth. Yeah. But like, I already knew that. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I think I'm the truth in myself. So it's always cool to bring that and see people feel it with me, you know? Yeah. For sure. And like I've noticed just in conversations with you in this conversation specifically, you've you seem to have this kind of like air of confidence. Right. And I'm not saying that like you come off as cocky or arrogant, but just like you seem very confident in your your comedic abilities yourself as a person. Like, is that something that's just always been a part of you or have you had to like learn to be confident? Um, I think it came with experience for sure um okay. i <laughs> i always like to say i grew up ugly uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it was never always there i still have my moments where i'm not like completely as confident as i want to be but uh i always bring it back to myself where like at the end of the day i know i'm gonna have fun yeah and that's all that matters to me if i'm having fun it doesn't matter what other people other people think, and that gives me confidence. Yeah, that, because the I think most of the time the lack of confidence comes from how you think other people will view you, mm-hmm. and you you kind of get embarrassed, or you think you overthink the future. Right, but if you like I said, bring it back to just like right now and who you are. Just know like you're a good person or you're you are a person, period. Like right. and if you like to have fun, just bring it back to having fun. If you like to talk, just bring it back to the talk, you know? Yeah. To the speech, you know. It's it's about internalizing for me, like where my confidence comes from is like just internalizing whatever the anxiety or fear is before mm-hmm. going into something, you know? Okay. It's like, yeah. People always think, what's the worst that can happen? I'm like, what's the best that can happen? <laughs> <laughs> See, I love that. And I think that ties back into what you're saying earlier, Trey, about just like, how you like to have a positive mindset and that's just important to you. And, you know, I, I think you, you're, you know, you're saying avoiding kind of some of the the drain that the news and current events can put on us. Like that's one way that you keep your mind right and everything. But um, like, what else, like what else do you do that helps you stay positive or, you know, what really got you into being a positive person? Um, has that always been you? Has it been something that you've had to develop over time? Uh. Yeah, it's always been me. Um, I would probably say my dad. Yeah. So you've right. had conversations with my dad. Like, yeah. That dude gets you hyped, like ready. He for does. This, ready for whatever, you know, like he, and like he has deeper conversations with like his family than he does with like, you know, people outside of the home. Mm-hmm. And like he, he fires me up and he makes sure as I make sure I stay on the right track of like, you know, enjoying my life and um, he keeps me grounded a little bit. But like before that, he says I'm the one that inspired him to do that. You know, seeing me as a kid, like enjoying my life and asking questions, you know, 
<laughs> so I love I, it. I guess I was always a, a free spirit of it, enjoying yeah. life, you know. And you know, it it takes a lot to enjoy through you know everything that happens in the world, especially being you know a black man in America mm -hmm. and seeing everything you see on the internet, on the news that happens to people who look like me and just having to know deep inside, like, it's like, I'm not who, I'm not what you see. I'm more than what you see. Right. And I'm confident to know that I'm more than what people see because I'm more than what I see when I look in the mirror. So it's like, I gotta hold myself accountable to know that I'm always okay. Yeah, which I'm sure isn't always easy. It isn't, but it gets it gets easier over time. Yeah. And recently, I've been you know reading more. I've been um, you know stimulating my mind with more like positivity, more good books, more, you know, things that tell you like, you got this. Yeah. Rather than like, you know, scrolling social media, which is, or scrolling specifically maybe like Instagram, where it's all pictures and videos of people who, maybe they are doing well, but like they're claiming to be doing better than they are mm -hmm. for likes. Yeah. Man, I don't care about no likes, man. I care about love. Yeah. Say <laughs> so you're gonna double tap, send me the heart emoji. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I think it's it's just the way the world is now and social media and news and stuff, it can be really draining on us and draining on our mental. And you know, I think like you said, listening to reading surrounding yourself with positive things things that are going to uplift you it's, it's important and it's something that we all probably know we should do but not all of us are good at doing it or prioritizing it but it's something that it, it you you'll notice a vast difference if you start doing those things facts yeah man uh and there's like this new term that has been going around, which has been weird to me, but like I've been understanding it more and more, I guess, okay. which is like toxic positivity. Have you heard of that? I have. Yeah. And I guess like it's it's weird that people think like pos being positive can be toxic. Right. But it's like I understand like it's avoiding the, the problem. Mm -hmm. avoiding the problem is toxic positivity if you take the problem and i like to put it in this type of wording like people always ask do you believe in fate or free will mm -hmm. and i like to think that they're not mutually exclusive yeah i like to think fate is what's going to happen what happens period things are going to happen anyway Mm -hmm. The free will is your attitude about what happens. And if you keep everything that happens is neutral. I'm learning this in books. This is what I'm reading. Okay. <laughs> this is not like me, <laughs> uh, the prophecy or whatever. Right. This is what I read in books. Like whatever happens is just neutral. And okay. then 
what determines if it's good or bad is your attitude about it. Right. And like you can you can put all these things in your mind to tell you like that everything's going right. But if you don't work on it like daily, it can get to you and it could be like you can bottle up these emotions that are not good and you're covering and you're masking it with positivity. But like, you gotta know within yourself, like everything is gonna happen. Yeah. You just your attitude about it is what makes it good or bad. And if it is something that is heavy on your heart, you gotta talk it out because communication is key. Yeah. You said that at the beginning. Yeah. Conversations, man. Man, I, you, everything you just said, Trey, just is spot on. I, I couldn't have put it better myself, and I totally agree. And I think that. You know, just everything is going to happen. And it's just our attitude and outlook on how things are going or how they're going to happen. And, you know, I think both of us can say that, like, our lives haven't been perfect and they won't ever really be perfect. Like, there's always going to be things that, you know, we're we're kind of struggling with or we're hung up on. But I think it's just like to to take each day and be positive or to have a positive outlook it's a choice and it's a choice that we have to make every day. Mm-hmm. And so it becomes not a choice, you know, and it becomes, exactly. becomes like the, the norm. Yeah. The conscious mind is just like, it's going to work out mm-hmm. without you even having to think about it. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's something that I, I'm sure you've heard a lot of throughout your life, but just uh, something that, just having conversations with your dad, something that he always says is that the world is working for you, right? Exactly. And I think that that's just a powerful thing that when you kind of think about it in that light, it just, it, it kind of clicks. It does, man. It, and I've realized it more and more. Like sometimes, like, you know, like with your parents, it's like, it's kind of hard to separate them lecturing rather than like showing you what's real sometimes. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. I didn't always understand it when my dad was saying, like, I knew I, I got the gist. I got like, it was a good foundation that he built. But until like, I started, you know, going out on my own and seeking information and seeking, you know, good books, it uh really started to resonate with me, you know, and I, now, when I look at the trees, man, I see more than just the tree, you know, I see more yeah. than just wood. I see life that gives me life, <laughs> you know, like it's crazy that the trees like breathe in mm-hmm. what we exhale and they exhale what we breathe in. Right. I feel like I'm, uh, I'm getting too existential right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it, man. I love it. I'm, I'm with you on that hundred percent. Um, you've mentioned just like books that you've read and that you're reading that have kind of helped you on this journey and with your mindset and attitudes on life. Um, do you have like a specific book or books that you'd recommend to to people to check out or that have really impacted you personally? Uh, yeah, man. A New Earth by okay. Eckhart Tolle has been really good. And I honestly just started reading this year and, and it's not even reading. I've been listening to audiobooks, but I mean, it's the same thing. <laughs> it man. counts. It's, yeah. It's good things that 
you listen to rather than reading the words. I can do it while I'm driving. I can do it while I'm walking a dog. Like, um, I want to get into like actually actually reading books, but I think that book right now has me on like a new level. Yeah. Um, I'm reading a book called Atomic Habits about yeah implementing. Have you read it? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah, that book's great. It's uh, it's about like implementing systems to help you form better habits, mm-hmm. and uh, that's been like triggering good thoughts in, within me and making sure I'm uh, doing all the things that I want to do and creating better habits for myself. Yeah, even though I, I fall behind sometimes, but <laughs> right, I know I... like it's just one day. And yeah, then, like I can always get back on track. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's honestly a huge lesson that we all kind of need to learn and struggle with. It's like one bad day doesn't need to dictate the next week or month of your life, I think. You one know, like, bad um, moment either. You know? Yeah. It's like some people can have like, you know, back to the attitude thing, like some people can have like somebody cut them off and that can ruin their day because of yeah. their mind, their mindset is like, man, this dude cut me off we could have gotten an accident i could have died and like you start you trickle down with these thoughts and go down this long road and you end up at just anger or negative emotion it's like if you'd be like oh man this person cut me off whatever maybe they had to get home fast maybe they need to get over into the left lane and i didn't see them soon enough Mm -hmm. and then you just let it go and then the next moment, somebody could let you in when you need to get over it. You know, it's, yeah. like, it's what you pay attention to. Yeah, I think that's that's such a good point. Just like it doesn't even have to be, you know, a whole day that throws up. It could be just a moment. And it's like kind of acknowledging moment, catching it and letting it go, like you said. I mean, I think we of all, like even me and you, you know, having this conversation have probably had days where, you know, we, I don't know, spill a coffee in the morning, like, and then you're like, okay, this whole day's ruined and it doesn't have to be. Right. But a lot of us kind of getting that, I think it's just the way that the world is and the way that society is, but, you know, sometimes we just need to slow down a little bit and. Yeah, man, we, we're all people. We're in yeah. uh... We're, we have emotions. It's just we don't we don't let them control us. Yeah, is when we thrive. It's like we we are again back to a new earth. We are a consciousness experiencing life. Is what the book says. You know, mm-hmm. it's like we are more than just the body and the the mind, the thoughts that we are. It's exactly like bigger than the thoughts. We're the like that voice in your head, we are what recognizes the voice. We are the awareness of the voice. Exactly. I Spot on. And like that's <laughs> something I've talked about on the podcast before. And I'm sure if, if you've listened to every episode, you know, uh, to anyone listening right now, you've probably heard me reference it. But it's like that idea, like, you know, if if we're feeling something like, you know, me, Zach, or, or Trey, neither of us are sad. Neither of us are mad. Like, I am Zach, and, and I'm talking to Trey. We're just the awareness of those feelings and those emotions. We are not those actual things ourselves. Right. So, 
Yeah, man. Yeah. And I, I just I apply that in all points of my life, you know. When yeah, when I hear a comic that I don't necessarily like their jokes, and I'm like, this person isn't funny. I'm like, well, my maybe maybe it's my ego that doesn't like them, right? Because these jokes are offensive, or or you know. I just like it, it gives me peace about the moment, regardless. Yeah. You know, like even if I don't necessarily, if I'm at an open mic and I hear some jokes that aren't funny or whatever, I'm never like, oh, I'm funnier than this person. Sure. This person isn't funny. I'm just like, not my taste or mm-hmm. I'm not feeling this at this moment. This isn't what I need. I just, I still listen. Or yeah. I, or I don't, you know. Right. Right. <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm allowed to, to do that because I know myself. Exactly. Yeah. So Trey, to anyone that's listening into our conversation, um, if they're maybe just starting their journey as a comedian, or they've they've been wanting to get into comedy but they're unsure of it, or they just haven't taken that official jump uh yet do you have any advice for anyone in in a position where they're trying to get started or or break into industry yeah man um first figure out what style of comedy you want to do okay obviously um there are different shows you can watch on every streaming platform you know go watch some improv first go watch some uh some saturday night live which is sketch comedy watch some sketch comedy, watch some stand-up. If you feel like you're a better writer than you are like uh, acting on your toes, but you don't want to be alone with a microphone in your hand, I think sketch would be perfect. You can write out a scene and then you can act out that scene and make it funny. Mm -hmm. If you don't like writing and you want to just go and do it on the fly, there are ways you can go find improv classes. You can find an improv theater. And if you do like to write or if you like to get on stage and talk shit, (laughs) (laughs) go ahead, uh, pick up a mic, go to an open mic. There's plenty of open mics everywhere. You'll find, I think you'll find a lot more stand up open mics than you would um, any of the other styles of comedy, but there are classes you can take online. There are um, just YouTube is a a source that would teach you anything you want to know. So just go type Mm -hmm. in sketch comedy, improv comedy, stand-up comedy. You will find out how to learn, find out how you can uh, do any of that yourself yeah but um go watch don't think twice (laughs) okay that's uh the movie i watched to get started Uh, um go watch eddie murphy raw and delirious (laughs) okay (laughs) watch some uh some saturday night live or some uh black black lady sketch show I mean, hey, I'll throw in go go watch some Trey Walker too. Oh yeah, and follow my Instagram so you can get the best comedy ever. Exactly. Yeah. The, the number one source of comedy. I'm the GOAT. 
You heard it here first. <laughs> Humbly, of course. Self-proclaimed, right? <laughs> yeah, son. I'm on my way. You are. No, you're doing great, man. And from what I've seen, you know, it's it's always been enjoyable. And just even this conversation, man, like I, I can tell that you're you're able to think think quick on your feet and just you have that kind of like wittiness that uh you know just it's cool to hear about and uh i can see how this is kind of always just this is just who you are at the end of the day it's it's not you playing a persona or something when you're on stage it's it's just you just maybe with a little more preparation and having fun right yeah (laughs) sometimes man like after a while like after like i've exhausted some jokes so long like I'd be like, man, I don't think I want to do these jokes no more. And it'd be like two weeks. So I'd be like, man, I'm tired of ter- telling these jokes because I feel like I just need to always be coming up with something new or I need to like yeah. always be just entertaining myself. So when I stop like entertaining myself, I'm like, all right, maybe it's time for some new jokes. I like that. That's an interesting kind of way to gauge it of like, are you entertaining yourself or have you kind of, maybe like plateaued with that content is at times that it's a pivot and, and create more to move on to something else. Right. Okay. That's, I like that. I feel like that's something that like also we could kind of apply to just any, you know, career or thing that you're going in, in life. Like if you're not feeling, you know, entertained or satisfied or you, you feel like you've, you've kind of hit a rut with what you're doing. Maybe that's your sign to switch it up and try something new. I agree. I agree. Or take it to a new level, you know? It's not yeah. even change careers or it's like add something to it. Add, add a challenge to yourself, you know? Because like you said, we're not we're not perfect. Nothing will ever be perfect. It's like unless you 100% a video game. Like what yeah. do you do after you 100% a video game? You go get a new video game. Like that's right. what you got to do, you know? Always add a new quest. Yeah. Always just leveling up and exactly. just progressing forward. Max out the levels. And there usually isn't a max, you know. Right. In life, actually. In life, real life, there's max levels in video games. But yeah, there's more than level 99, baby. A <laughs> <laughs> hundred, right? Exactly. There's 101. <laughs> oh, man. We could just go back and forth all night, couldn't we? Right. Yep. 101, 102. <laughs> Infinite numbers. <laughs> level infinity homie there we go numbers are fun right <laughs> i love it awesome uh so trey like what's what's kind of on your um on your plate for this year like what what are you gearing up for what are you excited about or you know what are you looking forward to um i'm looking forward to you know new opportunities um i want to um actually I'm doing a show that I can't even tell nobody about. <laughs> okay. But it's like a huge show that like I've been wanting to do. Like they got a huge Instagram following and I'm just I'm so excited for it. And uh so I seen some like big names go through there, some people from SNL, I've seen people who've been on Jimmy Fallon. Okay. Um I'm hoping to do some comedy festivals. Um, they hit some new cities that I haven't done comedy in yet. Like I've only done comedy in Seattle, um, Tacoma, which is in Washington, mm-hmm. Chicago. Obviously, I'm from there. And then um, 
I did an open mic in Orlando. But other okay. than that, I don't think I've done comedy anywhere else. But I want to okay. I want to get to New York this year. I want to get down to LA, see if I see if I got the juice, see if I got the chops for for the the big towns. I want to be big time, baby. I love it. <laughs> I there we go. My names and my name and lights. There Trey we go. Walker. I know people are gonna misspell it sometimes. <laughs> it could be like T R E Y. There's no Y. It's T R E with the accent mark. Okay. Yeah, you heard it here first. T R E <laughs> accent mark. That's that's what you got to do when you're making your signs uh, to to go see Trey live someday. Yeah. That's about right. No, but other than that. You're going to be part of his joke. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm always uh, writing jokes. There we go. But, um, but that, that's kind of the main. To, yeah, that's oh, the, main, um, the main goal. But um, I also want to produce, too. I haven't produced a show yet. Okay. So I'm, I'm talking to a couple theaters right now about producing a show out here in uh, Seattle. Hopefully, it's going to be a traveling show so I could bring it back to um chicago and maybe even come up there to michigan yeah hang out yeah, with man. you i know man like you know chicago is a stone's throw away so uh right. whether it's your your production or any uh comedy shows or anything uh i would love to to get you up in michigan sometime and, and to check out live what you you know you're doing your thing show yeah man, man. Or if you set up and just fly me out, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Put me in a hotel, you know, it's about hundred dollars. Hey man, I already told you, I, I've got, I got a couch. That's the <laughs> luxury better. that you can get. <laughs> Coming to a couch near you. <laughs> awesome, man. No, it's it's been it's been a pleasure getting to know some of your journey and just kind of how you got into comedy and and everything from your mindset to you know just how you think about just comedy in general in the process. I think to anyone who might be considering going into comedy or maybe they're an aspiring comedian, have this conversation and hearing your thought process and your experience, I think that's something that uh, could be really beneficial for sure. Yeah, man. If you do want to get into comedy, hit me up. I have more tidbits on my Instagram. Man, I'm always, you know, always <clears throat> working towards being better myself. So, yeah. you know, the advice is always going to enhance and it's always going to, you know, get better. I'm always going to get better. So, you know, if I didn't give you everything you needed here, I'll definitely be able to give it to you later. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> awesome, man. Then, like you mentioned, uh, your Instagram to reach out to you there. Is that the best way for people to get in touch with you and follow everything you're up to, hear about any um, any shows or anything that you might be doing? Or is there anywhere else that people should uh, be aware of to check you out? Uh, no, Instagram is probably the best way. I'm, I probably hop on Instagram the most to like post all my story or post, uh, you know, uh, a reel or something like that. And I got my messages notifications on so okay. all you gotta do is reach out via message or comment on my story you'll reach me okay 
Perfect. Then I will uh, put Trey's um, Instagram in the description of this episode. So um, again, you know, go there, find his, find his at, go hit him up, let him know that you heard him on the podcast, you know, tell him that he's stupid, but in the best way possible, <laughs> uh, check out his content in general, figure out what is, uh, what his real name actually is and the story behind that. I know what I'm going to be doing as soon as we get off this call. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it's, it's, you know, it's awesome to just connect with you uh, here and everything. And to anyone that's listening, uh, do you have any final like thoughts or words or message that you want to leave people with? Um, <clears throat> Got to clear my throat for this one. Oh, everybody I'm expecting something big. Everybody listening, I love you. <laughs> I love you. And I mean that. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. You are loved. You are appreciated. You deserve to be here. Enjoy this life, man. We gotta. We only get one that we know of. We might as well enjoy it as much as we can, right? Yeah. And laugh. Laugh a lot. I laugh you. <laughs> oh, snap. I started saying that. Oh, snap. I just came up with a new tag. <laughs> On Did the you really just come up with you, that? Yo, I laugh you. <laughs> all right you've heard it here first we're making history on the podcast <laughs> i love it i mean I, I think that that's a great message to end it with and honestly like you have to clear your throat and is everyone listening i had no idea what direction you're gonna take that. <laughs> but no i mean i think that that's it, that's so important and i i echo everything trey just said you know i think it's important for you to know that you you know you're loved you have a lot of value keep doing what makes you happy I mean, this whole podcast is about passions. So, you know, just follow your passions, follow your dreams, turn it into a career. Don't turn it into a career, do whatever makes you the most happy. But uh, I, I think that's a great way to to sum it up. And I guess for the sake of the podcast, I, I will say that I, I laugh you too to anyone listening. <laughs> laugh you back, Zach. <laughs> oh man, awesome. Well, Trey, again, it's been an absolute pleasure, man. I, I'm just uh, so, so glad and grateful to to be able to connect with you and to cross paths with you and i feel like this is uh just going to be you know one of many more conversations we have and i'm excited for your journey i'm excited to hear you know what you're doing um, out out west you know where you're at now and uh, when we come back to the midwest and stuff i'm excited for that and you know like i said anytime you're a michigan man i'm gonna be gonna be front row can't promise I won't heckle you a little. But, uh, I'll be oh, there. I'll shut show. you down, bro. I oh man, you. okay, it's on. <laughs> man, I appreciate you reaching out. Appreciate you having me on the podcast, man. I'm excited to see what this brings. I'm excited to see who reaches out uh, and in tune to get into comedy or to just have a conversation, man. Um, if ever you want to have a conversation, obviously just reach out, man, and. I'll even give you my number. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. I feel honored. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. And same to you. If you ever need anything, always feel free to reach out. Anything I can do to help you, support you, make your life any easier. I got you, man. No problem, man. Peace. All right, man. Take care. <laughs>